0: Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is week 8 and um, the podcast is about to begin but I would love to start by just giving a huge thank you to you all for coming back and listening to the podcasts each week. We have a small but very 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 great community here of um, listeners and I'm getting lovely messages back on how much you are enjoying the content particularly having the guests in, in, in on the podcasts as well. And I think I'm at a stage now, now we're on week eight, where I'm really happy with the podcasts. And I would love to invite you to tell a friend, tell one friend in some kind of a conversation this week um, about the podcasts, whether it's somebody that you know spends a lot of time in their car or or spends a lot of time commuting to work or simply enjoys sitting on a Sunday morning with a coffee, listening to a podcast. Weirdly, actually, I have a lot of you guys saying you enjoy my voice in the evenings because whether or not it sends you to sleep because what you're actually saying is I have a really boring voice (laughs) or whether or not you just find it calming. But it would be really great for you guys. It would be really great help for me and really appreciative if you could just tell one friend this week and we could maybe spread the word I was actually speaking to my my bus buddy at the moment Isaac about us um, having our own radio show one day and we were laughing about how much fun that would be to build this podcast into something where we can um, travel around and speak to musicians and the people that we meet sit down and have a good conversation with them and it's the kind of conversations that we would have with people normally anyway and um, I keep thinking why not just record those moments when we're learning about them and it'd be really cool to light a fire someday and actually start doing these maybe outside um and the only way that's going to happen really is if we can build this up to well it's not the only way that's going to happen but if we want to make this like an actual little radio show between us it would be really cool to have your help um spread the word so if you could do that that would be really brilliant and if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating or a comment of some kind so that new people that discover this podcast maybe know what to expect and know that there are people out there listening to these um, because at the moment on the surface it's it's impossible for people to know whether or not um, there's other people there and we do have a great community here and I want to spread that and um, enjoy that as much as possible. And I feel like there's plenty of people out there that would really enjoy these podcasts and learning about people around Europe in particular as well. So so yeah, I will say no more. And I would love to introduce you to George Kay, who is our bus guest this week in Germany. We're just north of Hamburg. And I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for listening. This is me. On the road. Okay, we're in. Yeah. Podcast number eight. We are about to commence. Welcome to a new week of Made on the Road. We are currently north of Hamburg now. Where were we last time, Isaac? Can you remember? Wuppertal. Wuppertal, which was, what is that, like south of Hanover? Yes. So we've travelled a good couple of hundred kilometres since we last were on this podcast. Um, Today, we have Carl. Hello. Music name, George. George. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> is it just George music? Or is it George uh, K? George K, yeah. George K music. And um, so I'll I'll let you introduce yourself in 20 seconds. What's the best way for you to do that?
1: Hi, I'm George K. I make music and I make music.
0: <laughs> you specialize yeah. in uh, sort of... Synths and 80 you you're an analog boy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you love analog. I love my analog. Yeah, and we've been connected up since January this year. Yeah. And yesterday I discovered it wasn't actually Instagram and YouTube. No, it wasn't. It was Reddit.
1: Yeah, cuz you did a
0: post on uh we are the music makers. We are the music makers subreddit. And um yeah, I only discovered that yesterday and then since then you followed the Instagram and the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and those of you that watch the YouTube channel, you may have seen george's comments he's hes very yeah. hot on the comments he's, yeah. he's always there which i love like staying active I, and i love i love the interactions i've always said that my favorite things with followers is just the conversations and and the comments and and it's my favorite place to be so it's lovely to have you here it's lovely to be here thank you for joining us and we have isaac tyler to my right you guys probably know him by now but 20 second intro for you as well. What are you saying, pal?
2: I'm the guy who's always asleep in the vlogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone knows exactly who you are right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, um,
2: I know, I, yeah, I'm a musician, songwriter, and a singer.
0: Musician, songwriter, a and singer, and a um, very well known companion here on the bus. Yes. For writing and general and, and yoga. This week, you're famous for your yoga moves.
2: And if you haven't seen it, check it out because I think. Yeah. I don't want to say this.
0: It's the greatest yoga moves I've ever uh, thank seen. Thank you. Revolutionary, thank I'd you. say. I,
2: I, yeah. I didn't want to say
0: it myself. It's for others to say, but, you know, I think I, uh, <laughs> I,
2: think I started something there.
0: <laughs> so today we're going to talk um, various various um, um, analog things, because there's a few questions, and I'd love to explore, George, your...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, your journey really into music because it's something that I've purposely not asked you too much about. Yeah. Um, yesterday when we first met. We met in Hamburg yesterday and um, we went to see some Japanese fireworks which was very yep. cool. So cool. And it was on this huge lake which they call Ulster. Is that actually that name of that lake or is that
1: It's actually not a lake, it's actually a river.
0: Oh, it is. We were we, yeah, we were talking about yesterday. it but it feels like a lake, doesn't it? it because does. the city kind of is built around it. And you this. don't
1: really see it moving much. No. Not no. like the
0: album. Yeah. It's just still. And um, there was, how many boats do you reckon were out last night? What's hundreds. A, hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah. People could hire, like, canoes and, and pedal boats and yeah. um, then the fireworks were, like, in the middle. And it was really, really cool. There must have been a 100,000 people around the whole lake probably last Probably night. more, yeah. Yeah, maybe more. A lot of people. And it was to celebrate the Blossom Festival, Yeah, right? Cherry Blossom, cherry, the blossom. Japanese Cherry Blossom. Yeah, 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 yeah. So first thing I want to speak to you about is um, you've had quite a strong connection to the UK in various forms. Your sister yeah. lives there. You've just been to Harrogate.
1: Yeah, just uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, That's which, so
0: for anybody that doesn't know, is, is I mean, how many miles? Like 20 miles from Leeds, if oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah tw- something 15, like that.
2: 20 miles from Leeds. And really as, close.
0: Yeah, and as you can hear from Isaac's accent, he's a Leeds boy, and... Um, I lived there in Leeds for eight years. I went to university there and stuck around because I just loved it so much. So the the fact that the main place you've just been to is a stone's yeah. fr- In fact, you had a car accident there. <laughs> yeah, and you, you showed did. us a picture of the junction. And we were like, oh, yeah, we always are sat at that junction yeah. for 20 minutes because the traffic lights are so bad. So um, it's interesting. So what? What? How? how's your connection with England kind of started? Can you remember the first?
1: Oh, I honestly don't remember. It's been so long. Um just I've always enjoyed English uh, entertainment TV mm. books mm-hmm. I think it started pretty much with uh, reading Terry Pratchett as a kid Yeah I first read him in German and then when I was around 12 I started reading in English as well
0: So he had he had German translations
1: of his books Yeah, oh, yeah. I think his books have been translated into like 40 languages or something Well I mean he is the sir right What's yeah. your
2: favorite Terry Pratchett
1: Oh that must be Night Watch which Nightwatch. the uh, the season is perfect for 25th of May is uh, when the main events of that book happened and that's like just a few days ago. Wow! Nice. So this
0: is—it's meant to be to talk about Tony yeah. Pratchett on this And show. I, I
1: just finished uh, reading the book like the other day as well because uh-huh. I reread it. Uh, reread it. How many how many books does he actually have? Like uh, over seventy and like forty wow. disc
0: disc discworld books. That's quite a bulk of work. Though, mm, so. Yeah, seven. And he w- he wasn't really that old when he died. It was like sixty eight or something. No, I wasn't old. Oh, really. And when was that? Because I, I actually uh, March before, March twenty fifteen. 2015, so a good four years ago. I yeah. I actually must admit I didn't know that he passed away. Um, so your musical career then? Yeah, let's, right. Let's delve a bit into that because how did it all begin? What's your? Well, you, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let um. You
1: It all started when I was a very young kid, like uh, six or seven years old, Mm -hmm. and I went to my uncle's place. My uncle is a local musician here, and uh, I just played around on some of his instruments, Mm -hmm. and he heard me playing around and said, the boy has talent. (laughs) And uh, then I started taking lessons at his uh, studio, which is like uh, mainly percussion and... uh, Drums, African drums, and a tiny bit of piano. Oh, so that's how you started?
0: Like, drums was kind of your first? Yeah. Wow,
1: interesting. And I was in that percussion group that formed around uh, him and me. I was there until I was, like, 16 years old. Yeah. uh, Which is when when they disbanded. And uh, then I picked up the guitar. Just in the summer holidays, I told my dad, Dad, I want to play guitar. And then he got the (laughs) cheapest guitar of Amazon for, like, €50. And, uh... I just uh, started playing, learning by myself on YouTube and uh, eventually got a really good teacher here in uh, Itzehoe. Mm-hmm. It's not what it sounds, it's the, it's the <laughs> name of <it's> the <laughs> <of> town. <the time.
2: laughs> you said it
1: and I was like, is it going to soon? Oh, where, okay. is it <laughs> going? where is it going?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and um, I took lessons with him uh, until I started university in Hamburg where I studied audio engineering and I got into metal around age 17 or something. Yeah. Started Which is just
0: super popular here in Germany, like
1: metal is. Yeah, everyone does metal, but I was more into the classic stuff, the 80s stuff, Metallica, yeah. Megadeth, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: And uh, eventually I grew out of that phase and just started making music in general. Uh, what inspired me is a German duo from Berlin, they're called Fuga, mm-hmm. and uh, they make kind of uh, pop music. It's very interesting because th- they they call themselves a polygenre, what they do, because okay. they switch many genres, but uh, mainly rooted in like 80s sounds. And
0: And then that converts you to where you're at now, which is your absolute yeah, basically. love of synthesizers and anything analog.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I
0: love. It's it's what I'm very excited to actually explore this week, because um, there's a couple of things we want to do. We want to write a new song. We're going to do a one-hour song challenge where we write a song from scratch. We're not going to do a cover this week. We're going to actually just write a song and see yeah. how much we can get done in a
1: One hour. hour, and no computer for that.
0: And no computer, because you recently... It doesn't work yet, does it? But you recently bought a tape...
1: Yeah, a really nice tape machine. Tape but machine. it's uh, everything should work, just the output stage doesn't work quite well. Oh, it's such a shame, because it would be so fun to play yeah. with that, It should be such a simple fix, but... Uh, we can record to cassette tape instead. This, that's also analog, and yeah. it sounds really lo-fi. Uh-huh.
0: And so you I don't have, have to worry about. That can then make that digital, don't you? Yeah, so I can. can help. We can show all this.
1: Yeah, we're gonna record uh, onto the cassette tape, out of the cassette tape player, and digital.
0: Wow, I, this is a first for me. I've never recorded analog, like properly, properly analog onto tape. So I'm yeah. very excited for that. And then with your dad, your your you and your dad, you build <coughs> modules.
1: Yeah, we do. Do you want
0: to explain what a module is?
1: A a modular synthesizer is uh, basically uh, the building blocks of a synthesizer, like the oscillators, which produce the sound, the filters, which shape the sound, and envelopes and amplifiers all of those are uh, modules that you can put together and uh, with that you build a synthesizer
0: and you can it's endless isn't it you can it's build en- like it's a absolutely whole endless wall you've seen the shelf yeah yeah it's, <laughs> i mean and yours is yours is moderately small compared to yeah, some of the people it's that you can
1: still pretty small because we've uh, settled for a smaller format
0: mm-hmm. and the thing i love about it the most is the unpredictability of it yeah like because it's all because it's all analog, you can't really save presets as such. Exactly. So anything that happens in a live show is going to be very different to a live show that you do tomorrow. Yeah. As because your starting point is going to be different, where your all your little knobs are and stuff from at the end of the show are then going to completely change for the next day.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I did when I recorded the tapes for your bags. Because I for three of the tapes I recorded a live performance, and yeah. uh, each one is individual and. They sound uh, completely different. I'm
0: so excited. And I so did them
1: with uh, mistakes and all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice. But that's the that's the lovely thing about it. That yeah. then becomes just part of their the performance is yeah. is um, yeah having those little mistakes and those little sounds in there that you wouldn't have with digital because yeah. we're so it's so easy to clean things up. Yeah, and digital change.
1: everything's perfect. Exactly. And what you hear on the tapes is just my analog mixer recorded directly into the tape machine, so it's absolutely no uh, computer never touched any form of computer
0: It's so interesting, so for those of you that don't know I've bought five um, bags, like, um, I don't know how you describe them, but they're these beautiful little bags with the name on the front and what I'm doing as I'm travelling around is collecting people's music and collecting just various items and things to stick in the bag and then we're going to kind of auction those off at the end so so that you guys can basically have a bag full of goodness that people have donated and put forwards and Uh, When George said he was going to record five separate live performances performances to tape, Um, I mean... Yeah. I wasn't expecting anybody to do that. So I'm just so excited. I mean, yeah. I've not even heard them. I have no idea what they're going to be like. Holy well, shit. We well, I'd love to hear them. In fact, we have a yeah. we have a cassette player like here on the bus and, uh, that I've never used.
1: It's actually only three live performances cuz I was too exhausted but, and and the time just flew by so quickly. Yeah. And I it's had to, to I'm I'm still pretty new to this whole thing. I've only been doing since for a year. Yeah. Like a little more than a year.
0: It's crazy that when you we we just had a jam at your house now. Yeah. It was and fun. just seeing how quickly you know where to go with things though just for yeah only doing it for a year you know it really because uh, really well.
1: all of my synthesizers nothing is bi- nothing is bought all the uh, modules in my modular are built by my dad who studied electrical engineering and uh, yeah, he does it as a hobby. For him it's like puzzling for other people. But yeah, at the end so you get a you get a completely different result. You get something actually usable, not just a picture to hang up.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what I love in your house is that you walk in and every shelf has like some kind of electronic like <laughs> yeah. the, like the motherboards like inside all the electronics. The Those PCBs, things, yeah, yeah, the soldering and all that is just they're, they're everywhere. It's just a, a man cave of just gadgets and yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm I'm very excited to hear more from him as well and learn a bit. Um, about how it's all made. Yeah, he will tell you yeah. loads of things. Yeah, and and another interesting fact is your dad has the biggest collection of cactus, cacti I've ever seen yeah, in my entire life. It is incredible. And uh, my favourite ones were the, the monkey tail ones. Yeah, oh, those are really yeah, there's really soft cool. ones. Yeah, they they literally look like a monkey tail. Yeah, I feel yeah. like
2: your dad deserves a shout out on the podcast for <laughs> yeah. so like Here it is. we turned up food cooked for us like delicious food he contacted the mayor of the town (laughs) to let us park (laughs) Um, he, he put money in the pot for burritos yesterday he's bought us beers like that's awesome. Yeah, we've got he deserves a shout and a to thank do, you. We? we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, thank you very much for everything that you've done for us when, you, when we've arrived. We felt very warm and very welcome yeah, so far. Yeah, so, that has been lovely. Very excited to explore more. So, what I would like to do to start off, um, we actually did this quite late with Martin, but I have some Affirmator cards here. And for those yeah. that don't know what Affirmator cards are, they are... In fact, I'll read what it says in the box because it says it pretty well. 50 Affirmation Cards to Help You Help Yourself Without Their Self-Helpiness, and it basically (laughs) has something on it that um, we will then discuss, and it will be interesting for me to explore in your life, George, and then your life as well, Isaac, and then if I've got anything to throw in as well, I will. So I'm going to fan these out. Quite nervous. well, it depends which one you pick. (laughs) So pick one of these, and then read it out. I like the sound, it's like ASMR.
1: Engagement. Today, I make the conscious choice to engage with the world in an active way. I'll take a new route to talk to strangers. I will smell flowers and pet dogs, and maybe walk around barefoot for a while if I'm not inside a 7-Eleven. At the very least, I'll have a day that's slightly more interesting than average, and at the most, I'll have a startling epiphany or make a friend who will change my life forever. No pressure.
0: Wow. Do you know what's (laughs) really interesting about that card already? Yeah. Is that we've we've already done that in the last 24 hours. Yeah, we've smelled (laughs) flowers. Although I haven't smelt, oh no, it wasn't. I will smell flowers and uh, and pet dogs. We've not. N- I've you not don't smell, smell dog. pet dogs. You'd pet a dog. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and pet dog. You dogs. don't smell pet oh, I, dogs. Thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was like someone's pet dog. You yeah, I also it. thought you'd smell the pet dog. Yeah, that's the way it's kind of worded. And maybe walk around barefoot. We haven't done that yet. No, we haven't done but that. We, but uh, we, well, had we had didn't a pet
1: a dog, we pet the cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so what a what day, Bella the
1: Vicious Murderer. Oh,
0: yeah, we had a cat called Bella yeah. that we just went on a walk around the fields when we first arrived. And this cat just followed us around yeah. the a whole mile time. And a, half. a good mile and a half. This cat just... It was like, honestly, walking a dog. Yeah. just kept staying with us. And then it found a mouse and just absolutely devoured it in front of us. which was, was like it gone in we five seconds. We never saw her in the same way after that. The, yeah, no, the cat is now a brutal cat. But, Such um, a sweet little kitty. Well what I loved was that we'd just seen your cacti, which looked vicious and scary with a huge needles on them, but actually they had beautiful flowers growing out of them. It was like never judge a book by its cover. And then this cat is like a really cute little cat. You walk up to it and then the next thing it does, it just devours this, this poor little mouse. But hey-ho, that's nature. Yeah. so engagement, on a daily basis what is how, how do you find it being a musician living in a village that is really out there in the middle of nowhere how yeah. do you find engaging with musicians to be able to jam with them and to be able to
1: I absolutely, interact? I love it but there aren't that many musicians here it's just like the same yeah. couple of people you meet over and over again so I really like what you're doing here, is uh, meeting all of the different musicians and I really envy that and Mm. I want to do it as well because this is just uh, it's so different to meet someone Mm. and then get to know them as a person but also as a musician at the same time when you jam together
0: it is very different isn't it when you connect with people um, and there's different energies that you come out with like every track on this album so far is so different because whether it's different locations, whether it's just a different energy of the musician, whether it's a different genre of music that you do that we wouldn't normally do, like with Martin yeah. last week, we did an EDM dance track kind of vibe, yeah, which I've never done before, and I never would have done if it, if I didn't meet Martin. Yeah. And you're gonna do a ballad with me because that's what, I'm, what my strongest point is. Ballads, like yeah. Slow,
1: not definitely, not necessarily ballads, but uh, slower, more. Um, Sad music. Okay. Yeah, we're
0: we all over that. We, we're all over that. We yeah, can, uh, we <laughs> tend to write a lot more slower ballad type stuff. Yeah. naturally. Yeah. I guess like having piano is always a more of a ballad starting point. Mm, yeah, and, um, definitely. And oh, the um,
1: ragtime piano.
0: Yeah, which I'm really bad at. I can't do that. I've always wished I. I did. Um, a, a, I used to play a song called Maple Leaf Rag, which is a real classic, and I just struggled so much doing that stride piano where you've got to jump with your left hand from the bottom of the piano yeah. to the middle of the piano, like every second i just couldn't do it i'm not a very accurate player let's say so um yeah i mean i'm very interested to see what comes out of this week in terms of just the just us being thrown into a different genre in terms of like the synths and the analog stuff and ballad i mean ballads up our street but we'll never we will never have written a song that's using analog so i'm excited for that
1: I'm also very excited for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so where do you go when you're near here then to interact with musicians? Is there a the uh, city nearby or do you have to well, go all the way to Hamburg? Usually all the way to Hamburg, yeah. And uh, you studied there, didn't you? Yeah, so I, you, I studied audio engineering there. So you know where all the bars are and where all the good <laughs> yeah. jam sessions are. Yeah, but
1: it's mostly, um, I just go there when there's uh, people who need my help uh, with the um, with the courses because mm-hmm. I was uh, pretty good at what I did there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had some people who just had to repeat it a few times, and they always call me over if they need someone to engineer with them to help them show them the ropes.
0: Yeah. So, when you went to study audio engineering, did you have like a goal in mind? Did you did you have a certain job yeah. that you were yeah. looking for?
1: Uh, at first, I wanted to go into television to make uh, oh, nice. sound for television. But uh, somehow, way somehow, over the years, I've lost interest in that.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, it, I'm still interested in it, but the hours and it's competitive, and it's it's always a gamble. You all the know traveling, you, yeah. yeah. So when you finished the course, what was your new idea of the yeah, job? Yeah, that's pretty much
1: where I am now. It's uh, I wanted to go into music production because that's where I had the most fun, the most uh,
0: the best experiences. Yeah. And. Are you are you meeting the right people for that now, or are you finding it quite hard? because It's you're quite, quite hard,
1: yeah, because I'm way out here, yeah. but I somehow make a living. I don't make a lot of money, but I keep afloat. Yeah. Do you mind me asking how you do make your money? Like, what's your com- um, income? Very so much. Some months it's nothing, and other months it's like hundreds
0: of euros. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's that doing exactly?
1: Uh, uh, engineer for uh, a local band here whenever oh, nice. they do something I'm their first call
0: and that's live or that's studio?
1: both okay. live recording because uh, we did a CD here uh, at the Dorfhaus which is like the village center hall they yeah. played a concert for the 800 year anniversary of the village Nice. and I recorded that and released that as a CD with them and uh, also things like when they uh, write a new song and want it recorded, I go to their uh, to their rehearsal space yeah. and we record there. And then I mix it. Super like, nice. That's, that's a steady gig. That's really nice. Yeah. Then I've uh, planned to do an audiobook, actually, with a singer I worked with last year, uh, the albums on Spotify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, things like that. Like just producing music with people.
0: So you're, you are managing to bring an income in yeah. by producing. So, yeah. I mean, that's what most people aspire to, just being a musician anyway, right? Just yeah. to be able I mean, to make not, some it's kind not, of money.
1: It's not enough to uh, pay for rent anyway, because I live with my dad. Yeah. But maybe one day. Hey, it's starting blocks, isn't it? Well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the perfect, uh, perfect next,
2: situation to be in, where you can just start to build up. Yeah. yeah. While well, you've got the fortunate position of being able to live with exactly. someone else rent-free.
1: And uh, next year I have a uh, internship, no, an in- uh, apprenticeship lined up at uh, my dad's workplace as a you know, mechatronic like i don't know if that's an
0: english word for it i i mean mecha did you say mechatronic yeah it's like uh, working with yeah, machines you know and... <laughs> about... <laughs> i mean it sounds like some terminators <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: working with machines and soldering things it's not a i did an internship there for two weeks and it's not a hard job it's mm-hmm. uh it's easy the hours are very good like 7 a.m to 4 p.m
0: so quite social. That would be me, me out. Then. Yeah. So yeah. You're done there,
1: mate. <laughs> <laughs> 7 a.m. start. Uh, sorry, 7... No, nah, I'm all right. I'll, uh, yeah, that's going to be hard. But I still have a lot of time left in the afternoon to make music. Yeah. And on the weekends. And like on Fridays, we have off at 2 p.m., so that's oh. like a whole day just to make music produce with people. Fantastic. And it's I a steady love, income.
0: I love the way that you're... Mainland Europe seems to have such a different way to the U.K., um, with work with yeah. work like the work and social balance is perfect over here like yeah, social yeah, is priority yeah. and then work is kind of necessity yeah exactly yeah but I mean you, I went through France and um I can't remember where I went I went somewhere and I and it was about 12 o'clock and I said I think I was trying to go, get to a shop and they were like oh no it's closed and they were like it's closed for lunch and I was like oh great I'll come back in half an hour and they were like No, no no it's closed for lunch like Two, two hours, hours come, yeah. yeah, come, come two back hours. at two o'clock. And I was like, when do they close? And they're like, four. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, they're just coming back for like two hours worth of work and then they close again. And yeah. it's just like a great social balance. It's- yeah,
1: especially here in Germany where you have uh, everyone has Sunday off except for uh, the necessities like uh, petrol stations, but the, the vast majority stuff, has off. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I love police.
2: That. Oh, yeah. that, that, yeah. You don't want your police taking a day off on a Sunday. That no, wouldn't be good.
1: But uh, <laughs> like, all the shops are closed, and yeah, everything. I remember
0: reading, reading this that like Sundays just a no. Nope. We're just chilling out. Well, it's the yep. one thing we can't balance at the minute is that w- the day that we seem to find to go and buy things is the day that everything's closed. The other <laughs> day, it was like a religious father's day. Yeah, that was... And it was, that day. was on Thursday, session's yeah. day. And so nothing was, was open. Like, literally nothing. And then we realised that on the Friday, everybody takes the Friday off as holiday because mm. then they have a big four-day weekend.
1: Yeah, but the shops are still open on Friday. Oh, yeah. were they?
0: Okay, well, we, yeah. we, we weren't really looking. We were, we were, yeah. we were chilling with you, so... Because the restaurants yesterday were open as well. Yeah, I think restaurants and bars were open on that session. Yeah. This day. On the
2: Thursday, yeah. I remember saying, like, restaurant bars were open, but every. Because we were starting driving past, like, Lidl and Aldi and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I was like, it's It's closed, closed. Isn't it Thursday. I googled, I was like,
0: ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. just days that everybody knows here that we have no idea is yeah, just no, about to happen. Yeah. Our Father's Day is of every. When, when is our Father's Day? Oof. It's been.
1: March? Yeah, sometime in March. I've got a calendar of, oh, where it says
0: it. Se- here he is.
2: I think it's 22nd of March, but hang on. 26. Continue and I'll, I'll tell you when.
0: <laughs> so, um, I, actually, Isaac, I was going to ask you a couple of questions about um, how you have found engagement engagement in the UK, and engagement 16 in... 16th for June. 16th for June. Very different to what we were just predicting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mother's Day
2: 22nd of March. Sorry, go on. How have I, right, I found engagement? Yeah. Oh, yes,
0: because I sent flowers. Yes. In a long um delivery system via my brother (laughs) so engagement in the uk compared to engagement in um europe feels very very different how have you found it isaac so far you've been a week and a half two weeks now
2: yeah we yeah week and a half yeah um how do you mean engagement
0: well reading the card today i make a conscious choice to engage with with the world in an active way um, one thing I've noticed just to get this conversation going in Europe is that people seem to be out and about a lot more openly and like I say being more social mm. and it seems easier to engage conversation here.
2: Even though there's a language barrier. Which Even is... though there's a
0: language barrier. I don't notice people walking on their phones and closed off as much as in the UK. No. Um, Unless
1: they've got AirPods in.
0: <laughs> yeah. you
1: see so many kids with AirPods in.
0: Yeah. it's In the UK okay. you mean? Uh, in Germany as well. Oh, in Germany as well. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, Germany as a country feels like England in terms of, like, visually. Countryside and everything mm. like that feels very similar other than the other side of the road, <laughs> driving-wise. Um, but have you had any observations that you've really enjoyed about Europe and um, engagement?
2: I think uh, in Germany, like, the hospitality of people is fantastic. Like, mm. just... Uh, um, just welcoming hospitality, and I, I think we have that in the UK, but it's a very different feel. It's, it's it. a different feel. I also feel like in Germany, especially say take Friday for example, when everyone was out in yeah. Hamburg and everyone's drinking on the street, but it's not a, this anti-social style. People are just having one or two beers and relaxing because mm. it's a social thing, mm. and that's nice. You don't feel, you know, if there was that many people in the UK drinking in a park. <laughs> you know, things are going <laughs> to... <laughs> It'll be a very probably. different session. I think, yeah, everyone just seems a little bit more, and it's probably getting onto the work thing. That's probably a reason for it. Everyone just seems a little bit more huh, chilled out. Yeah,
0: yeah, when it's like clocking off. Hour, yeah, they're like, it's right, clocking off. Clocking hour. off.
2: Like, yeah, and I just think...
1: Yeah, at four, you drop your tools and go home. Which yeah. is
2: perfect. This is what should be the case. You'd be like, right, I'm clocking off, I'm going home and I'm yeah. chilling out. And I think they do that very well. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think... Uh, the main thing I'd take away at the moment is the people. I just think the, the people and the welcoming.
0: Absolutely awesome. The welcomes have been... I mean, even with your, your, your dad today in the house, like, having that meal ready. Yeah. And tonight he's bought us some beers. We're going to sit there and, and watch a film or something tonight yeah. and chill outside, probably play some music outside. would be really nice. I'd love that. Yeah. That I, is, like,
2: as nice as you can get. Yeah. Like, because when... just Because especially when you come into new places all the time, that one little gesture of, here's some... Kick-ass Mexican food, you yeah. some beers, and we're going to watch a movie. You're like, Ugh. it just automatically makes you go, "Yeah, cool." And mm. then he's like, "Here my cactuses," and you can go around his garden, and have, And then you just like settled. You, yeah, and then you can, yeah.
0: One thing I've noticed actually is that the younger generations take that into account a lot quicker as well. It um, was the best way to say. It? So, like when we were at the barbecue last week with Martin, mm. it was straight away everybody was bringing their own things to put into the barbecue. Which yeah. I feel like. He hadn't asked them to do that, they just did it. No, but I even asked him, he hadn't asked them to do it. No, he hadn't. And they just, it's just something that. That's a thing in Germany. I was at a barbecue on
1: uh, Thursday and the same thing.
0: Everyone just brings stuff. In the UK, we're happy to do it. (laughs) We take stuff, but we're happy to do it, but we have to be asked to, like, can you please bring a dessert or can you please bring a salad or something like that. Whereas here, the hospitality is just like, everyone just mucks in without. Yeah, and it it was
2: just like, they brought like a massive crate of beers, even though like, only two of them drank. Yeah. And it was like, we were just getting handed beers. And we tried to pay for things. They wouldn't let us. Yeah. Um, now not say if you lived in Germany, that probably you wouldn't be getting things bought for them because we're guests. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's not as as a thing in 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 the UK. It like that's a, such a nice gesture for people. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: if if you're friends and uh, here in Germany, you also you you buy your friend your, your mates stuff. Mm. Yeah. Like when I'm when I'm out having lunch with my best mate. Sometimes I'll pay. Sometimes he. Sometimes he'll pay. It's mm. just. It's just money.
2: Yeah. Whereas yeah. the UK, you're like, right, get the bill. Right, you add the you add yeah, three more nachos it. than me,
0: so that's yeah, so literally that we go down to the, the very details. It's something I've learned and loved about being in Europe is mainly I keep saying Europe. Obviously, at the minute UK is in in Europe. I'm not bringing this up, but at the minute we're here, but <laughs> it could feels very podcast. different. Yeah, it feels very different to France, Germany, Belgium, where it's just I don't know. Like it seems like money is not a good it's not a priority really it's like no. you have to have enough to be able to share that with your friends and have the experience but you do
1: love sharing it yeah. yeah when you have the money you, you love sharing it Yeah.
0: do you think
2: I'd be interested because you've spent a bit of time in the UK do you think people in Germany are on average better off financially the average German is better off than
1: well I was in a very posh area in the UK of course you went
2: to Harrogate 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 <laughs> um, yeah I don't know I've, I've, that's one thing I've felt like people are just generally a little better off and it mm. shows in the people I think people just have a obviously there's going to be poverty everywhere but I just feel like in Germany people just have enough and it's to just to share about just, yeah and they just that it's not a thing like so yeah. yeah. hey beer have a beer <laughs> yeah.
1: Whereas, want some more cake
2: yeah exactly yeah So, like my yeah, nan was giving his cake and
0: <laughs> yeah and it, but even last night when we went to the fireworks it was like we arrived cupcakes in your hand and your girlfriend's sister's friends yeah Barely even spoke to them, and yeah, within two minutes we had cupcakes Would in like our you like cupcakes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and they were delicious as well.
2: I was hoping to lose weight when I came out. Yeah.
0: You're not going to lose weight here. <laughs> not when you're with us. I definitely love it. I definitely want to take that back into my life. Like, at the minute on this tour, money is scarce, but to be mm. able to share what you have, no matter how big or how little it is, and just treat that as everybody's money is certainly... Something I aspire to do a lot more of in my day to day life. I like to think that I do. I mean, it's different with family, isn't it? Because um, when you're when you have no money, you, you just you're just like I've got no cash. I can't, yeah. I can't come out for a drink with you or whatever. But here, that doesn't seem to be a problem. No, never. If you have twenty euros, you go out and you spend that with your friends and exactly. spend it on your friends. And, and then it's then, like, yeah.
2: oh, you yeah. spend your twenty euros. I'll I'll make sure you get home.
0: Yeah, like, rather than saving it, and on. then like, what are you saving for? Mm-hmm. Like, I personally would want to save money. To have those moments with my friends. So if exactly, you have that twenty euros, yeah. just spend it. That like that's, that's what moment. money's for. Exactly, exactly. I like
2: that. I think it's just a better attitude. Just less like.
0: Yeah, nobody's here to show off with yeah. their money. Here is in in the same sense. I think in England we'd, we 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 like to show off our money a bit more. Yeah. I
1: mean, there's those people too.
0: Yeah. Of course. But, but this is it. We haven't been in the upmarket areas of. Well, big we cities. were in Hamburg. We were last night, but we didn't Woo. see it properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it was dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a but, very literal but metaphorically level. Metaphorically and literally. <laughs> it's quite dark. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what do you. um what do you think has been the biggest difference between the UK and the Germany in your little experiences? Things that you've loved about the UK and
1: oh, what I really loved the most about the UK was uh, the landscape. When you look out the train, there's like rolling hills and mm-hmm. views. And here, it's when you look out the train, you see a cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason you got it is because you're in Yorkshire. I was going to say <laughs> yeah. where there
0: are rolling hills because you come to Lincolnshire, where I'm from, and it's just flat. Everything is flat, kind of round here as well. I mean, are there many mountains between here and Denmark? Because I think I feel Between like we're here back and Denmark, in Denmark. There's nothing. I was going to say. I think we're getting it's back completely into flat. flat. Yeah, and Denmark's pretty flat. as a That's country, good for yeah. fuel consumption. It is good for fuel consumption. It is very good for fuel However, consumption. I love mountains. I love parking. Yeah, me in too. Mountains. Mm. So I loved it's, Austria last year. Have you been to Austria? I haven't. I really want to go though. I really recommend or Slovenia actually, which is cheaper to go to than. Um, like Croatia or Austria, mm. but well, I went, just as beautiful. I went to
1: Norway uh, a few weeks ago with my girl, and uh, that was mountains, fjords. Yeah. Wow. It was really nice as well.
0: Apparently, they're really welcoming of people living in the, towns and stuff as well. Like yeah, this yeah. whole Van life Yeah, thing the Nord is Knoll, like, was kind of like that right to Rome thing. That and Scandinavia, I think. Yeah. Which sadly we're not going as high as Scandinavia. Uh, is it so some swing? other
1: time. You will some other time. We will, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah. we'll go I really want to go to Portugal as well. Have you been to Portugal or Spain? I haven't. I haven't been much around in Europe. Oh really? Where's been your favourite place that you've explored?
1: Uh that would be the Mojave Desert in uh in, in America. America, yeah. Mm.
0: Did you, were some of those cacti that we looked at from there?
1: Yeah, definitely. My dad even crawled down the rim of the Grand Canyon to get a couple more cacti. That was really scary.
0: Yes, a (laughs) bad, You just stood there with your eyes closed closed, like, no, dad, it's not worth it for a cacti. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Um, What's the future of your music looking like?
1: Just make more music with as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. Make the best music I can.
0: So you it doesn't matter just how. keep releasing? Yeah,
1: keep releasing, making more music, get inspired, just make as much music as I can with as many people as I can.
0: And is there something that you want to... I was going to say change about the music and just, oh my days, what are these guys carrying? We've got a couple of girls walking past the bus with, oh, are those Truro chair things? Uh, well, you have to might be, and yeah. have that You, you like waft yeah. them and collect the air in we it saw, and then you quickly we, tie we them up. saw a couple up. of them further...
1: South yeah, on, the,
0: on that lake sorry you guys yeah. listen to this can't actually <laughs> see them so I was just re- taken, I wasn't expecting to see that the
1: chairs were blue and
0: green greeny fluorescent that was a that was a very good radio guys. the chairs are blue you sound yeah. like David Attenborough <laughs> the chairs are Blue and green. People have tuned off. (laughs) Sorry. Back to it. Is there something I'm really intrigued to to know your opinion on where the music industry at at the minute? And is there something that's exciting you that's coming into play soon?
1: Oh, not really. It's uh, I don't like where the music industry is at. I feel like people don't value music as much as they used to Mm -hmm. because of streaming and everything. Of course, I still use streaming services. I post my music there. I listen to Apple Music all day long. Yeah, but it's I feel like it's it devalues music a little-hmm
0: well, what's a interesting lot. is that Germany for quite a long time has been um, one of the leaders in Europe for actually buying physical music like physical copies of CDs in the UK we went straight to streaming very quickly um, yeah. and it was all online and then
1: because we have very uh,
0: very weird copyright laws here in Germany right and what do, what do those copyright laws mean
1: like you can't play music publicly if you don't uh, pay a fee and uh, all kinds of things. Like it's really hard to release music and make music, um, make money with music because there's so many uh, hurdles. Okay. If you want to release a CD of your own music, you have to fill like uh, ten pages worth of paperwork.
0: Oh, really? So it's it's actually quite a big barrier in.
1: Yeah, if you yeah. want to have a professionally made CD.
0: Wow, I didn't know that actually. But does that does that make the value of the CD um, like higher? When you've done all of that and gone through all of that, do people pay? What's, what's the average CD sale? Uh,
1: like 10 to 20 euro, depending.
0: Well, see, that's not been the case in the UK. I'm going to release time. my single in Germany. <laughs> yeah, literally. So we, we, were listen, we were speaking to a friend a couple of months back who was it Korea he'd been to? Where had he been to where he was doing all the K pop stuff? Oh, yeah, Korea. It was Korea, South Korea. Yeah. South Korea. And they Obviously. were saying that over there, if, they, if a band releases an album, say like a boy band, so, like B
2: BTS, like, the huge... Yeah, they'd example. release,
0: like... How many members are in it Is Eight. Right, eight members yeah. in there. And what they'll do is they'll release the CD, but, like, do a an individual band member version as well, so all the artwork will be on that one band member. Oh, that's so that cool. fans would then spend, like, £100... But they'd buy all eight. Because they'd buy all eight oh. as a collection.
2: And they they find streaming hilarious in Korea. Yeah. If we mentioned this? That's we might smart. mention this on a podcast. Maybe, I, yeah, I can't like, remember. If you, mention, if you say, like, you stream stuff, you say like apparently they'll just laugh at you. Yeah, uh,
0: they cause, can't believe cause
2: we... Because their CDs to them are just king.
1: I mean, they do like sound better than copies. streams.
2: And also, if yeah. you write music... And you really, or you've got music released in Korea. You make some serious. Oh, yeah. Move to it, Korea. I
0: mean, how many fans have BTS got? Oh, Millions. They're huge. And if everybody's buying like a hundred pounds worth of merch, and that's not including and that's like, just like t- t-shirts, t-shirt, and yeah. posters. I mean, if you or... had
2: like, if you had a twelve percent cut mm. on which one of their songs that they happen to put on an album,
0: what... you're loaded. Yeah, ludicrous. Uh, and I f- but the thing is the reason I mention that is I feel like Germany has been quite good in the past I don't know like decade at still buying physical copies of oh music.
1: yeah definitely I've got some friends who uh almost exclusively by their music uh, in physical format and usually like on vinyl mm-hmm. or uh, CD, yeah.
0: Is vinyl still really popular here? Yeah,
1: really popular. Cause I'm not a huge, a I'm UK. not hugely into vinyl because my player is pretty shit and <laughs> I never find the time to just sit down and listen to music much anymore.
0: Yeah, it's quite a commitment for vinyl, isn't it? Yeah. To sit and listen to an album.
1: I mean, I do it when I go to my friend's place and we play board games. He puts on vinyl like Boney M and things oh, like that.
0: I think there's a definite sound about vinyl that I absolutely yeah. love. It's like um,
2: the only Sorry,
0: go on. you look like you were about to sneeze then, mate. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I was whoa, waiting for it. Whoa. I was like, I'm gonna turn the volume down on this <laughs> microphone very quickly. <laughs> out the go on, mate, what were you gonna say?
2: Um mm. Oh, the, I love vinyl until it gets super old. Oh, and, and I know people love the central. pop and the crackle. But yeah. I put an old well, I think I put an old Stevie Wonder vinyl on. The other month back home, and it was so it all oh,
0: it's
2: like it's too much now. Mm. It's too
0: much. Yeah. Or if you get like, a scratch that goes down yeah. the middle, and then every time it goes, around it's like.
2: I used to do my dad's vinyl, which he's had since the seventies. All the high fi have you've seen it, yeah. As a kid, I used to see like yeah, like hundreds of vinyl. I used to like just see DJs. I could do that. And I remember one time there being a vinyl on me going up and going. like no.
0: he just jumps across the room, rugby tackles. I just
2: thought you could just. Spin vinyl, but well, you just seen, you just seen like the
0: DJs it? doing it. You see Dr. Dre spinning it. I was just spinning Pink Floyd, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a 1970s, like original first edition copy. And your dad sat there with tears streaming down his face. <laughs> so, um, but but you're, you're suggesting that Germany now is very much becoming digital, it's, it's streaming, yeah. they're kind of catching up with that whole streaming thing a bit yeah. more now. Um, so how, how do you see then with you doing analog and recording to tape? How are you envisaging selling this stuff? Are you going to like get make it digital and just embrace that Spotify is more of a place that people are doing it? Or are you going to like stay, nope, I'm going to sell...
1: Well, with the industry the, the way it is, I'm of course going to digitalize it, master yeah. it in digital and then to, send that, it yeah. off to Spotify. But I will always uh, also sell the cassette tapes. You've seen the stack of cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. make a few more of them and then put them up on my Bandcamp as well. Because yeah, I know a few people who are interested in that.
0: I think if people... Really love your music though and then they want to contribute to you as a musician then they will go and buy the tape even if they just have it as a physical thing that's just cool that you've yeah. signed or something yeah. like that I think you always have that loyalty of fans that yeah. Will I don't have
1: many stuff. fans but uh, the ones I do have are I'm very kind of loyal somewhere.
0: I mean I have barely any fans cons- in like, in the whole scope of how many followers people have that are doing tours and stuff I have like 20,000 followers across all of my things yeah but I'm traveling around round the whole of Europe meeting people like yourself on very yeah. small amount of fans. Like, it's so... You don't need many fans nowadays to actually do no, some really no, cool stuff. Th- people think you need 100,000 followers to be able to do a tour and do some cool stuff, and you don't. You just need You're a really handful down, of no. really committed, yeah. awesome people. I, and are you planning on like gigging some of this stuff?
1: Yeah, definitely, because uh, this uh, new CD... Uh, uh, this new tape that I've done, yeah. the Midnight 87 thing, that's uh, all giggable with my current uh, synthesizer setup. Yeah, And it's uh, actually quite easy to set up, just the big red modular and, uh, and the DeepMind synth, and just set that all up and it'll run.
0: So um, to describe your setup to anybody that's watching, so we were talking about the modules, which are all individual. Um, I don't know how you describe it, like a little metal unit that goes into a rack... Yeah. And then you can build that rack up to as big as you like. And, and you need a lot of cables. A lot of cables. Yeah, you were saying you want to clean them all up because they're all over the place at the minute. I need more cables. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got it in like a red box and the front flaps up.
1: Yeah, with the controller on it.
0: Yeah, so you can lock it all up. And you even have a spring reverb on it, which is yeah. literally a huge spring in the back and you Actually can change Actually, three. Free springs. Yeah. So um, the original way that reverb was done was these springs. One of the ways, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many different... Yeah, ways. they Play also have the chambers. And, yeah. I mean, we can, we can get really geeky here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the spring reverb is basically, literally as it sounds, it's a huge spring, um, and you can change how tight it is and how much audio gets Yeah, with a
1: little foam piece. It.
0: Yeah. Yours is literally manual that you change yeah. how... How the decay
1: time with the foam t- foam piece. Yeah, that it's, just like
0: literally leans against the yeah, spring, I guess. pushed
1: against or pulled out.
0: Yeah, if anybody is interested in what on earth all this means, just Google spring reverb, just so you can physically see what it is. And you actually have built one yourself. Yeah. And Isaac was playing guitar earlier, and you were like, oh, I'm going to send some of that to the spring reverb, and it just... It sounds so good. Mm. Yeah, it does. It's a sound that you rarely hear anymore. I mean, I, I think Fender guitar amps did have spring reverbs. Yeah, these days they're all digital. Yeah. E- everything's going digital. And actually that's why it's so rare to hear these, these yeah. spring You can reverbs. actually
1: hit the side of the uh, synthesizer and uh, hear the spring reverb going...
0: Do you know what I actually... The closest thing that most people might have done is stick the pedal down on a piano, a real piano, yeah. and then knock to the side of a piano or like hit some of the strings inside it and you can hear... like. Sounds like a huge space,
1: mm.
0: like almost mm-hmm. like it's inside a cathedral or something like that. And it's kind of similar. That's the closest thing I can think yeah. of that most people might have heard is the inside of a piano.
1: With a piano, you can actually, with some tape and a few uh, microphones, you can actually make a tuned reverb.
0: Oh, I mean, this guy knows so many cool little tricks. <laughs> yeah. I just sit there with my laptop and a microphone <laughs> and plug my keyboard in. And just make music, but I never get the opportunity to explore all of these different things. Yeah, that's what I went to university for any, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, mate, it's so interesting to hear everything that you do. And I'm really excited to hear yeah. more of what you do and um, to hear some of the music. You showed us a little bit earlier, along yeah. and it's very sort of Pink Floyd meets the um, older things, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear your newer stuff, especially because yeah. you didn't show us anything with more your keyboard setup yeah it was all guitar. deliberately yeah so i'm excited to hear some of that stuff i'm excited to make some of this music with you yeah um it's been really really cool hearing hearing about your past and hearing about where you're looking to go in the future i wish you all the best of it making your own music (laughs) thank you and selling it and then we'll certainly be pumping your music out In so in fact if you've got any music coming soon i'd love to stick some stuff in the vlogs well
1: i have have some that just released Perfect, so like last month. if you're I, happy to send me a month,
0: track, I'd love to put it in the next vlog.
1: Yeah, because last month I got the new Synthesizer, mm-hmm. and I was so inspired by it, uh, I made, wrote, recorded, and mixed and released an, a whole EP in three days. Wow, the beauty of technology. It was, technology, just, it yeah. was uh, three days of
0: hard work, but mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's really cool, I really love it.
0: It's the power, actually, of music nowadays with the, with the technology that we have, is that yeah. you can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long would, a, would an EP have taken to do three tracks? It's four. Ten years ago. Or four tracks. Ten years ago or 20 years ago. That would have taken like uh, six months. Yeah, easy. To do it properly anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I love that about um, technology nowadays. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Isaac, do you have you you any questions that you'd like to ask George before we leave? Um, no. No. We've covered no.
2: everything. I, that sounded really rude, didn't I? <laughs> No. Uh, I'm done.
0: I've had I'm, enough. I'm, see
2: you later. All, do you, all I'm looking at is I can see... The end jingle. The end yeah, jingle on the podcast. laptop. And when we were with Martin last week, we waited and he timed it
0: perfectly. He did time it perfectly. Maybe we should do the same thing on the outro um, for this. Mm. So on my screen right now, the end jingle that you heard at the beginning of this podcast is coming up. Normally I just move that around according to where we finish, But this new game is well, to line it up perfectly line... and yeah. see where um, it is. I think it's like two or three more minutes. I think we've got two minutes. So we've... All right, yeah. okay.
2: Let's th- I'll think of one more
0: question then between the okay. us that we should ask. Okay, um, I want to ask you, George. Yeah, you love Mexican food.
1: I do. Oh, yes,
0: great like no other. Yeah. Um, is there another type of food if you were if you could only eat one type of food? For the rest of your life. Ever. Ooh. That wasn't Mexican food. It wasn't Mexican. It can't be Mexican food. Sorry to well, destroy everything in your current life.
1: I think I'd choose Italian because there's a lot of vegetarian Me food. Me you are Itali-
0: going
1: to get on. <laughs> <laughs> you have pasta with pesto and
0: oh. Oh. See, I Pizza. love it. And I love it for family food, like homely food. Italian food is great. But whilst you guys are sat in that restaurant, I'd be sat having Thai food somewhere. That, no. no <laughs> that would be my one. I
1: like
2: Thai food, but I'm with you, mate. Mexican, Italian.
0: or oh. Just has to have a lot of cheese. Yeah, you love your cheese. <laughs> I love right? cheese. You took us to a place called Jim Burrito yesterday. Yeah. And I have never had so much cheese in an enchilada.
1: <laughs> it was actually my first <laughs> time having a quesadilla there as well. And usually the burritos don't have as much cheese as oh, those was quesadillas. Quesadilla, I have an enchilada. Yeah. It was no, so, so good. I'm to go
0: back and probably have an enchilada. We do. Right, we're getting very close now. Um, guys, oh, thank you so much for listening. Oh um, any, I want to say more ah, thing. Ah, goodbye, everybody. See you next week.
2: This is me. <laughs> oh, it was close.
1: Alice.
0: <laughs> we almost nailed that this week. Almost nailed the end. Um, just a quick reminder, if you could pass on the word to somebody else um, about these podcasts, it would be very much appreciated. Thank you for your support. Thank you for for coming back each week we've got a great um small but very valuable audience here on the podcast take care look after each other and always remember never stop creating